Good morning. I just got to stretch the shoulders because uh, looks like I got to carry this podcast today. Sean Ormerod is out with the flu, and Joel Kane is playing hurt this afternoon. No, okay. This morning, no, he's been. You are the epitome of man flu. Yeah. Because you, you're a. I've had it for a month. I know you have, and I feel for you. But I think it's different. So we had the. But you can carry your divots to use a new rugby league. Oh yeah, I can carry the divots. When you get crook, boy, oh boy, does the world have to know about it? Correct, correct. But I will say this, Dan, that um, my wife, who's super fit, loves her training. She hasn't trained for a month. Yes. So it's flawed us. I, yes, I am a, a diva when it comes to being sick. No, I got lucky. It got me and it smashed me for a week, but fortunately I came out the other side. I can't blame my healthy living because I'm not living healthy no, at the moment. Not, not I, can't, I can't say I'm living healthy and you're not. Uh, but, um, but Sean, we're actually not going to... We're going to take pity on him this time yeah. because, well, well, we'll accept that he's got the flu. Yeah, but... A little bit suspect. I mean, the man's got form. Yeah, but like this is after a long weekend, and no one does a long weekend better than him. Well, just I, 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 I was on your side, Almerod. I go to his socials just to see if there's been any okay. layerising happening. Uh, while we do that, um, bit of housekeeping. Well, not so much housekeeping, but uh, hope you enjoyed our Monday Origin podcast. How did you do out of Origin, Joel? While you look up Sean's uh, socials, very, very good. Good for you. Yeah, very, very good. Good for you. Quite, there's it. nothing recent here. If we could have just got the four-point margin, not yeah. the six-point margin, we all would have cleaned up. Well, my big tip was try about either side by six or less. Which now in Sydney, that's ten of the last eleven, six or yeah. less in Sydney. So I got greedy. And. Jack White in the school. Well done. Perfect. Well done. Uh, let's talk about a couple of the big issues. Let me go first. No, I'm going to let you go first here because I know you have some yes. thoughts regarding the Blues team okay. for State of Origin number two. I love Nathan Cleary. He can have that number seven jersey for New South Wales as long as he wants. But I don't believe we have seen anywhere near the best of Nathan Cleary at State of Origin. He's had one man of the match in 11 appearances. Uh, that's when we flogged Queensland. Uh, but we've had Turbo and Luttrell. I don't believe he's fully owned State of Origin yet, Nathan Cleary. And my theory is this. Back at club level, Dylan Edwards, he's just militant. Gets to the line, quick play the ball away, he goes, chews up the metres. Then you've got Uppy Coruscant, dummy half, just getting the job done, rolling the ruck and away they go. When he plays Origin, James Tedesco's at the back, and you can't ever get rid of Teddy for what he does, but he's bouncing around like a pinball. Bang, 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 bang. And then later on in the set, you've got Cookie, Bouncing around like a pinball. Bang, 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 bang. And I actually think it impairs the game of Nathan Cleary. So Damien Cook, based on what I saw in game one, I thought he played pretty well. Do you agree with that? Solid, yes. Solid. One of their better players. One he only ran it three times, but that's because Queensland slowed down the ruck. Yes. So, But I believe this. If I had to win this series, which we do, I'd have a little quiet conversation with Nathan and say, Nathan, this goes no further. Bring our Isaiah into the chat as well. Mm. Boys, we must win this. Who do you want a dummy half? Do you not think that conversation happens? No, I, don't, I actually don't think it has happened. Hmm. But uh, what do you think he would answer to that, Nathan Cleary? If he's had a blinder, we've won, right? So if you say to Nathan, and the other thing which we need to but do... But hang on, you're, again, look, you cannot discount how slow the play of the ball was. Yes. I'm not sure Arpy or Appy yeah. would have made any difference to what happened. Now, yes, it stifled Cook's running game, but 
they're all front foot players. They're all, when they get, look what we saw with Penrith against Newcastle. When they get on the front foot, they're yeah. unstoppable. I agree with that. I still think if you ask the players, and I wouldn't have a clue, but I'm just guessing, they would choose him. The other thing New South Wales have to Probably. do, Dan, Queensland and New South Wales, the halves, both combined for 22 kicks each. Both New South Wales and Queensland halves. Mm-hmm. Queensland, Daly Cherry Evans had 13 of the 22. Yes. Munster had nine. So near enough to a 60-40 or All thereabouts. Right. All right. New South Wales had 20 Cleary to Luai. He was just an easy target. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, no, we, that's true. We, we need Luai's kicks up. I, on I don't get the criticism of Cleary after Origin 1. Again, Queensland are on the front foot. There was not much Cleary could do. And the... the the blueprint is there. Christian Welsh is the best at it, yeah. at just targeting Cleary on kicks and smashing him. Yeah, so first and, kick and, next and being origin, in his face. First kick next origin, Luai's doing the kick for me. Well, why not? Yeah. Why not? See, uh, the, is Luai a long kicker? Lu, Luai likes to kick close to the line. But he's, he's a longer little... kicker than Cleary under pressure. Well, OK. But you're right, you've got to mix it up a little. So if, if I'm on the line, I'm having absolutely happy Coruscant on my team. And it's no blight on Damien Cook. I just think they're going to function better. OK, I think it is moving on to the club land scene. I cannot believe that Cameron Seraldo, who I'm sure is going to be a good coach. Well, actually, I'm not sure he's going to be a good coach. I think he's going to be a good coach. Players like him, his record's pretty good. Five years. The fiscal irresponsibility of clubs only gets worse and worse. The more money that comes into the game, mm. the more carefree clubs are with that money. Um, I noted the other day, on Sunday, there was a graphic, it was in the Sun-Herald, and it was coaches mid-season sacking since in the NRL era. There's been 39 of them, and it was just put in three columns. No reason why, just to fit into the box. The first box it covered 12 years. The second box covered about nine years. The third box, which is the more recent one, nine sackings in two and a half years. Wow. That is because clubs can afford to sack coaches mid-season. Just cut and run. The grant now is more than the salary cap, which means the clubs basically would have to invest in crypto to, to lose money. Yeah. No, what I'm saying is to lose, yeah, to yeah. lose money because they're so far ahead of the game that, uh, and they sell, you know, they sell the game to the country and the Bankwest Stadium, and uh, but it, it, it again proves Joel, the clubs cannot be oh, totally cannot agree. be trusted with money, and and now that the Tigers are so desperate for Cameron Seraldo, who is unproven. He is not Craig Bellamy yet. He is not Trent Robinson yet. He is not Wayne Bennett yet. He might be. Five years at, at stupid seven, $800,000 a year. Yep. What are you going to do if it proves, proves he's a bad mad manager after two years? What are you going to do? Well, what, what, pay him out for three years? Well, imagine if Trent Barrett got five years. <laughs> it is ridiculous. <laughs> I, I remember Andrew McFadden, who was at the Warriors, who was going nowhere. Uh, I remember Paul McGregor, who was just plodding away. And they're giving these big extensions. I'm like, what for? There's no queue up to get your coach. What are you doing for? Yes, Serraldo, but it's not a gimme putt. You can be the best winger in the world and be an ordinary fullback. 
you can be the best assistant coach in the world and be an okay coach. Look, we don't know who's the best coach coming through. Jason Rolls, is it Christian Wolfe? Uh, mind you, the last two St Helens coaches have found it hard, haven't they? Justin Holbrook came through with the same reps as Christian Wolfe. He's finding it hard. Nathan Brown from St Helens, he's found it hard. Firstly, uh, correct. Firstly, if, if Seraldo, he's got the Bulldogs. Yeah. You take the Bulldogs job every day of the week, if it's there, yeah. because that team will be ready to at least compete next year. Yes. They should be a finals contender next year. Of course they should. Here's the other thing. They, they, they've won one in a row. Yeah. That was, were you there on Monday? Yes, I was, yeah. Incredible day. Yep. Did you get the feeling, and I'm glad I said this on air before the game so I don't sound like I know it all afterwards, walking through, I thought, there's a buzz about today. What was the crowd in the end? 20. Felt yeah. like more. Felt like more. But because... I don't know, because the fans were pouring in late and yeah. it was a nice sunny afternoon, you felt, I didn't think it was going to be 34-4, but I just thought, dogs are going to give it everything they've got today. But now we're calling for, and Mick Potter might be the right guy, but they've won one in a row. One in a row. They'd lost to a New South Wales Cup Penrith team yep. last week. They lost to the West Tigers in Mick Potter's first game. It's refreshing to see them carefree and scoring points. But again, the fiscal responsibility. I mean, the club hasn't made that decision yet. But we just throw money away. See, my concern... Clubs, clubs should not be broke, Joel. Clubs are perpetually no. living from paycheck to paycheck. It's because they do stupid things once they actually have money in their hands. If a club goes broke and relies on the NRL, I've got no sympathy kicking them out. You need to run a business. Like, if you're a plumber out there, electrician, you need to run a business successfully. As much as the players are relied upon, we need those in the back office. Hey, quick uh, 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 market update here, because I want to bring this up, talking about Canterbury, least wins. Mm. I will declare, Joel, Canterbury will not have the least wins this year. Yeah. It, it's because a... they are going to pick up... A f they're going to pass some bad teams on the way home, I reckon. Well, I've always said to you, Dan, I've always said this, and I've been the number one supporter of buy points and how important they are in this game, and they make complete sense to give buy points. And you know why, Dan? Tigers aren't running last. Thank God for the buy points. How are the Titans 650? That's worth a little bit of a look. My concern for the Tigers is, remember at school, and the substitute teacher comes in, and it's just a PI double yeah. five take, and the yeah. That's my concern for the Tigers. Leilua, uh, I would have got rid of him too if I was. I know he's copying it. But I again, it's a business thing. It. It's a business thing. Now they clear their cap. Yeah. The season's gone. Gone. He doesn't want to be there. Piss him off. Yep. Cowboys would have paid full freight because they now need. Correct. They now Which need. Which is smart. Well, it's smart on their part. Smart on the Tigers' part. Yep. So get rid of him. He's done. At the same reason, why is Dufty still at Canterbury? Why would Dufty still be at Canterbury for the? Well, same... he's on no money. Is he on no money? Well, he's on close, well, pretty okay. low money. Oh, fair enough. But but also, no one's someone's got to pick him up now. Now, if he's going to Warrington, yeah, okay, let him go. Yep. Um, but the thing with Leilua, now the Tigers can use it. Man, he's on good money. Tigers can use that money to pay blokes early yep. for this year's cap. Yes. And then it opens up next year's That's cap. That's right. Um, also, to make the eight, let's have a quick look at that. Um, uh, by the way, for the audio people, Tigers $3.20 for least wins, Bulldogs $3.50, Titans $6.50. I think that's worth a little bit of your time there. Top eight. 
Are we sure the Roosters at $1.30 are a sure thing? They're 7 and 7. Rabbitohs $1.65. I'm pretty confident they'll make it. Manly $1.90. Raiders, they're as in form as any of those teams around that mark, $3.10. I think we all get the feeling the Raiders might rue Saturday night, that that might oh. hurt them by round 25. I tell you, this market here, um, we need the Seagulls and Raiders winning or staying close. And I'll tell you why, Dan. Go through the last six weeks of this competition and particularly look at the Sunday fixtures. If the Raiders and the Seagulls fall off the perch, it is dead rubberville. It is complete dead rubberville. Now, you can bet... <laughs> watch it. OK, go ideas, committee. Really What's quickly. Your idea for OK, really quickly. 20 seconds. Yes. For equality, I would have every team play each other once. At that point, the top eight separate. They play each other once again to give us a true minor premiership, true top four, true top eight. Bottom team gets eliminated or plays off against the top team in the bottom. It keeps everything interesting um, because otherwise you've got all these dead rubbers coming up. And people say, oh, yeah, but you're rewarding mediocrity. The eighth team is mediocrity. Yeah, but there's got to be a purpose to splitting the competition yes. up. Scottish Premier League does it, but that is to give every the top six teams uh, two games home, two games away against the gun teams, yep. and the bottom teams are playing for um, uh, relegation, yes. avoiding relegation. So there's something to play for. Super League does it yep. with the bottom top-tier teams and the top second-tier teams, yes. but there is a purpose because that's about relegation. If we're just relegating the bottom teams to play each other... No, but they're playing for the eighth spot. I get that. A lot of those and, games and the other are going to be is, dead rubbers too. And the other thing is, Dan, that the fixtures you've got in the run home, it's the top flight against the top flight every week. Yeah, I get that. Oh, I understand that. I know who'd agree with that. Channel 9. Yeah. <laughs> They'd say, yes, please. Yeah. Because uh, fix comp the fixed programming doesn't help them. In round 24, but as a fox in 25, but as a fox employee, I fully endorse the way the competition oh. is structured. Um, we've dealt with top eight. By the way, don't back the Roosters at a dollar thirty. I tell you why. They got Parramatta this week. They got Penrith next week. They could be seven and nine in a fortnight. Anyway, let's get to our favourite part of the show right here. If Sean's faking, it's because he doesn't have a bambi yeah, once right. again. He doesn't want to get hammered. Do you want to go first? I'll go here? first, yep. I'm having a shot at a fan. Oh. Having a shot at a rugby league fan is the ultimate bambi. Now, when a player is on the field, go for your life. As long as it's not too personal, attacking family and those sorts of things and over the line. But if you want to bag him about missing tackles, go for your life. However, I left the ground at ANZ Stadium on Monday mm -hmm. and the Parramatta boys are all waiting around the car lot. Mitch Moses is there and Three guys come over and get up in his grill and say, Moses, you're a witch's hat, Moses. You're a witch's hat, Moses. And this What's is a witch's hat? A cat? As if to say, like, you, you, you're nothing but a witch's hat. You would oh, have okay. straight over the top okay. of you, right? I thought that was your rhyme. No, 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 no. Through. You're nothing but a witch's hat is basically what they're saying. And to the Parramatta players' credit, they all just bit their lip. How easy it would have been just to charge after these blokes. No, you can't win that battle. But you can't win that battle. Mitch Moses... He did the same thing, bit his lip, where I almost didn't, saying, hey, boys, pull your head in. But for me, you, you can say what you like in the battle of the arena, but in personal space, knowing the fact that they won't come back at you, fans, you do not have licence to go and attack people that way, in my opinion. Were they Parramatta fans or Canterbury Well, fans? I don't even know. Well, they could have been either, because... Um, Fletch said it was Brad Arthur who said it, but <laughs> no, no, but I actually don't know because it could be one of them. Are you doing your 
SEN material no, here. No, no, You're no, testing no, no. it out on there, yeah, then you're bringing yeah, yeah. it here. That's right. Uh, what do you think about that? Well, okay, it's a gutless act, but you're not going to stop it. But it's, it's ordinary, isn't it? Of course it's ordinary, yeah. but it's easy to say. I, I, I applaud so, the Parramatta so, blokes for not okay. biting back. So if... Because I bet you someone had a video rolling waiting for the bite back. Okay, so, so if put Mitch it up on social media. back, if he bit back and it turns into an all-belay, who's in the wrong? Uh, well, we know morally the fans are in the wrong, but it's not. <laughs> you know Moses yeah. is going to be absolutely slaughtered. Yeah, which is not right. Okay, this is not right. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's uh, the world we live in. Yeah, it, I'm it not is. saying it's fair, Joel. But it is. I'm getting a little bit sick and tired of Rory McIlroy's sanctimony. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, all right, all right. He, he is pro-PGA Tour and anti-Saudi Tour. Okay, that's fine. I do believe he has played in Saudi Arabia in the past, Rory. Now, yes, there is a difference between the Saudi International and the European Tour and the Blood Money Tour, <laughs> um, which is what it is, sports washing. I heard a great explanation of why this is so attractive to Saudi Arabia and why they're trying to buy these golfers. It's for trade in the future. And for trade in the future? Well, because they know that petrol is going to be in the past, oil is going to be in the past, so they need to reinvent themselves and they want to have golfers in their pockets so when they need to do trade deals with um, foreign, the German leader or uh, an Asian leader, Imagine a round of golf with Phil Mickelson, oh. and that just gets the the, the juices flowing. It's pretty attractive. Hey, do you want to come to uh, Jeddah? Uh, we'll have some trade talks, but the payoff is you get to play 18 holes with Dustin Johnson yeah, or Greg well. Norman. But I'm just getting a little bit tired of Rory, um, who I think is in the enviable position of having so much money that he can be moralistic. So, so was he offered Big Dosh to go there? Oh yes, yes. Yeah. A lot of them were. John yeah, Rahm yeah. last night explained, he explained it best. He said, I was offered $400 million. I said to my wife, is $400 million going to make any difference to the life that we live now? Wow. And the wife goes, no. John goes, well, yeah, so why would we even consider it? Because they're pretty well off. Okay, but, okay, but, but okay, okay devil's advocate. If uh, they came to you and said, Dan, here's uh, $100 million to be the commentator of said tournament. <laughs> I would find a way to justify oh, Honestly, I can't be a hypocrite. No. I would try and find a way to justify it. And I would say, well, uh, <laughs> I, would, I would have to look at the non-disclosure and what I can say and what I can't say. Yeah, yeah. But I would, <laughs> I would have a look at it. But funny, my point with Rory came out during the week and said, so he won the Canadian Open, he shot 62. And he said... Well, this is my 21st tournament, oh, yeah. and, and it gives me one more than someone else. And that was motivation. Yeah. If beating Greg Norman on, on the PGA Tour list is special motivation, Rory needs help. This is a bloke that hasn't won a major in eight years. I think he might win this week, by the way. Yeah. I think he's right in the mix with Justin Thomas and my bloke Shane Lowry and Matt Fitzpatrick. I think they're the four. But if, you, if that is your motivation, Joel, mm. I think there's something... There's it, a was, it was heavy, passive, aggressive, wasn't it? Well, I don't think it was even passive. No. I don't think it was just aggressive. Yeah. But I'm just getting a little tired. I, I like Rory. He's the most engaging bloke to listen to. Mm. But just a little bit over the top with Pop the that, Rory. passive aggressiveness. Uh, let's take a break. And when we come back, we are going to talk about the games. Same game multiple tonight. Thoughts on Panthers to win 13 plus? Uh, well, probably not. 
There's a few injuries this week. All right, we're going back. Cheers, see ya. See ya. Make it look easy with Sportsbet's same game multi. More markets and bigger odds with Sportsbet. All right, welcome back. Round 15. Jeez, isn't ticking over. Uh, now, next week, it's an origin-only show once again. Yes. We have a week off. Not us, but the game has a week off while we have a Sunday origin, so we'll do it all again. Just an origin, and uh, Clayton from Bremer, who's one of your biggest fans. Oh, yes, again. yes. Uh, he, which, unfortunately, I can't really answer this for you, Clayton, because he says, uh, Joel, can you check with the coal miner? Yeah. Is there a market for game two on how many times Teddy's Shemin Devasa oh, show? Oh, mate, I... I I'm thinking it's not deliberate, but I think Teddy's comfortable with his ass. It's a good ass, right? Yeah. Right. I'm not one to judge other blokes' backsides, but it seems like a good bike rack. He, but, seems, pr- he yeah. seems too proud of it yes. to do anything about the pants. Because, mate, it, every week it happens with Teddy. Why is it Teddy's ass but it's, that means his pants come down every but, week? But, and you're never at your best in a game, Dan. Um, it's a moment away from being locked. Oh, the whole lot. Yes. And I'm not sure, and I don't know what Teddy's carrying, yeah. but I get the sense he wouldn't be bothered if that happened as well. Let's do the leaderboard. <laughs> now, I, I have criticised you and Sean for going on and on and on about the leaderboard when you have good weeks. Yeah, come on, Dan. Six out of eight. That's for tremendous. yours, truly. Six out of eight. And, of course, you know when I knew I was going to have a good week? When we didn't do our tips on audio and TV, I thought, this is going to be the week. Yep. We just submitted them on Thursday. I thought, you wait. You watch. You watch me yeah. have a friggin' blinder. Has and, yes, it did. So, six out of eight. Well, six and one coming into the last game. And then the Eels, we know what happened there. What about the multi-killer that was? Mate. How much money, I want to know, and Sean again is not here to answer this question, how much money that was worth the sports bet? How many multis would have been on Parramatta head-to-head, let alone the line? I've got to show you something, Dan. Uh, You got got four out of eight and Sean got four out of eight, so that's a par week. I guess I had an eagle while you two had a par, but uh, the host got six. Out of eight. Outstanding. Let's, can I just <laughs> it's the first this. week in 15 I've been able to boast. So, Well, this is it. boasting as well, and so they should. I got bailed up in a pub. Uh, I was there, a mate had a baby, so I had one drink with him, and off I went. But, because um, I had to go. Uh, this young punter came up to me and he said, I'm off to New Zealand on behalf of sports, but I said, why so? Why? He said, my uh, partner... She shouted the trip to New Zealand. She turned five bucks through a same-game multi into four thousand two hundred five. Tipping the opposite of what we've tipped. So this is what she did. She had uh, five dollars on this same-game multi. South Sydney to win. This is against Gold Coast. Yes. Oh, that's Alex Johnston to score two or more. Oh, you showed me this. Yes. Yeah. Tino for Sumala Awi to score two or more. Yes. So it was. Um, Just think about that. Tino yeah. for Sumala to score a double. Yes. So uh, five bucks at the price of eight fifty one, and they all said, "What's your tip for the next game?" I said, "Hamoli Olakowatu," and thankfully he scored. But the best part about this is his girlfriend, when she put Tino for Sumala Awi on, in her head she was picturing the hammer, Hamiso Tabuifado. Now so, that makes sense. So that's who she thought she was backing, but she's backed Tino, and she's got uh, about four and a half thousand well dollars at five bucks. Outstanding. Well done. Outstanding. Well done. All right. St. George Laura versus South is our first game. This is at Wynn Stadium in Wollongong. Uh, Dragons coming off a very pedestrian performance in Townsville. 
Uh, $2.75, to $1.45. Now, their records are pretty similar, and I guess that's what's kept the odds pretty tight here, Joel. Six and seven, the Dragons. Seven and six, the Bunnies. The line is five and a half. I don't think this line is enough. They met in round five. South won in an uninspiring game at a core stadium, 24 to 12. They haven't... Their record against St. George Lawara is probably their best head-to-head -head against anyone. Eight in a row. Yep. Um, two and one, the Dragons at Wynn Stadium. But beware, those two wins, one against Newcastle, one against West's Tigers. We'll get to another team whose home record has been fattened up by some cheap wins. Dragons are one and six against top eight teams. They are a team that is feeding on bottom feeders. Yep. Therefore, their record is a little inflated. And that's why I think Souths, who are not setting the world on fire, five and a half, not enough. Yeah, I love that. Uh, do yourself a favour, two punters for your try scoring. Now, as a rule... All try scorers, it's about 50% more tries scored centre-left versus centre-right. So if I'm tipping a, a try scorer, typically I'm looking left-back rower, left-centre, left-winger thereabouts. However, do yourself a favour, the last two times the Dragons have played, this left edge of the Dragons, mm -hmm. Jack Bird, yes. Moses Suley, Ben Hunt, it is a car crash. <laughs> um, Canterbury carved them up through Jake Avarillo twice. Yeah. Flanagan went, went through once with Dufty. You got to try off Dufty. So that was at Belmore. And then last week, the right-hand side of the Cowboys absolutely killed them. What's happening is Ben Hunt's rushing up. Bird's not, not knowing what to do. Uh, Suley's not knowing what to do. Dan, it's a mess. So who's the right side? Is Tane that... Milne. Tane Milne. Tane is that Kaloa Matangi you received? Kaloa Matangi and Tane Milne. Yeah, that's Milne. okay. So there you go to score two or more tries. Tane Milne, $11.50. Yeah. Oh, Michaeli Ravalawa's back. Alex Johnston, $11 he was for the hat trick. Now, I called that game on Fox. I have a rule. I don't like betting on games I call, uh, particularly on TV, because I don't want it to come through. And I thought, geez, I saw that Titan side. I thought, oh, this is this is a Cody Walker oh, game. Yeah. And you know when it's a Cody Walker game, who profits? Exactly right, that man AJ. That's I think that's what does that make it now? It must be like 35 tries in his last 20 odd games. It's a it, it's ridiculous. It's a crazy record. Well, he's 14 in 13 this year, and they're having a mediocre year. So we're on the same page there. No tips from the coal miner. We'll put them up um, on socials the next day or two. We get to uh, Friday night football. Manly versus North Queensland. And again, I think these odds are a little fat for the favourite. It's at Brookvale Oval, Four Pines Park, $2.50 Manly. $1.54 Cowboys. I know they're coming to Sydney. The line is a very skinny four and a half. Now, Manly have won four out of four at Brookvale. But the teams they've beaten, New Zealand Warriors, yuck. West's Tigers, yuck. <laughs> Gold Coast, yuck. Canterbury, yuck. Haven't beaten anyone decent in So forget the Brookvale record. DCE is back, but so is Cotter. And so is Nanai. They've won their, the seven... The last seven wins for the Cowboys have all been by 19-plus. Wow. So if the last they seven or 19-plus? That they've wins. won. Now, the, there's only one loss in that group. That was Penrith. Yeah. That formidable... We've all gone, that's as good a 22-0 loss as you can ever have. And they've scored 30-plus in seven of their last eight games. So they've got points in them. Manly, against good teams this year, I, I don't want a piece of them. I mentioned to you, Dan, that um, last year their best points conceded, happened twice, Broncos and Canterbury, was 18 points, mm -hmm. the Cowboys. After 14 rounds, mm. 10 times they've held their opposition to 12 or less. Yeah. 10 times. Yep. 
They're legit. They're absolutely legit. I'm, I'm Cowboys, by the way. And I'm, I'm South Sydney to cover the line in the yep. first game. All right, we're on the same page there, which worries me because we're all on the same page. That's when we tend to struggle. Let's get to Friday night's main game. Um, oh, by the way, any time try scorer. Um, who is this my uh, bet here? Aha. Connolly Lemu Alou is remember, a former centre and he, I believe, will play on the Morgan Harper side of the field. I think $4.70 left edge. Yep. I think that's where the Cowboys can have some joy. Uh, the Hammer is playing on the wing. Val Holmes is in the centres. What, what side is Val on? He's a so right centre. No, Val's a left centre. Okay, well, Val, well, you won't get value for Val. Um, I think Connolly Lemuelu might be... So he'll be on the right going to Harper's left. Is that what you're saying? Yes. 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 Yep. I don't mind that, Dan. Um, so Melbourne plays Brisbane uh, in the main game on Friday night. If Brisbane are full strength, this would be one of the barnstormers of the year. But, well, the way Brisbane are going, it would certainly be a far more attractive game than it is. Melbourne, no Pappenhausen. We've just been told he's out with COVID, so that tightens it up a little bit. No Adam Reynolds, no Herbie Farnworth, no Corey Pakes. Payne Haas has been named. I think he had a little issue, didn't he? Um, Did the shoulder. Tyrone Roberts has played eight minutes of NRL in two years. He is paired with Ezra Mann. You know the Craig Bellamy way. They're going to go after Mam and yep. completely nullify him because they won't see Roberts as a threat. The line, 15 and a half as we air. Melbourne have won 10 straight against Brisbane and most of them by big margins. I don't want to pour cold water on the Bronco party, but if you go through the draw seriously, there's a little bit of Phil's gold there. I know they're going well, the defence has been well, but they're two games against fellow top four opponents. They got spanked. Yeah. They got absolutely flogged by Penrith, absolutely flogged by the Cowboys. And back at Amy Park, I know there's no pap that would have helped, which brings the line back. So it was 17.5 down to 15.5. Uh, I think there's an each-way bet there with sports bets, so maybe it could have been 19.5 to 15.5. Pat's worth about four. Um, I've got to be on the Melbourne Storm, Dan. I've just got to be on the yeah. Storm. And by the way, I've, I'm declaring right now on this podcast, I like to do... I've backed the last five winners of the comp this time of the year, and I'm going in now. Melbourne Storm will win the comp. Wow! Yep. I'm so convinced Why of that. Why are you and convinced? I've, I've, I've shown my um, uh, fiduciary... Support behind them too. Why? Well, well why are you into well, Penrith? Well, I just Mel, uh, Penrith fell in last year. This is a test only. See, we test have a only. test only. Uh, yes. Can everyone hear that? No we don't have to evacuate. Yeah, everyone. only if you're not tipping Melbourne Storm do you have to evacuate. It's a test You only. have set off the alarm with yes. your anti-Penrith... Hang on. This time last year, Sportsbet were paying people if yeah. they'd back Penrith to win the comp. Penrith, Penrith, Penrith fell in. Alert, we're going to keep going here, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to keep going. Get on the Melbourne Storm. All right. All right. Look, the way Munster's playing at the moment, and if he stays off the source, Harry Grant... Stop. Yeah. All right. Fire evacuation safety drill is over. We just had to pause for a second there because that alarm was piercing. But that's that's the, the impact of the Joel Kane Melbourne Storm certainties for the comp. They are. God, my God. Dan, they are. Great players like Harry Grant win comps. 
Pappenhausen will be back. Nelson's back. He's up and about. Brandon Smith, this is his last dance before he goes to the Roosters. Well, this is their... I I, you know what? Can we put an early ban on last dance? Last dance. dance. We, have to put, <laughs> we have to attack this now. Yeah. Because it is their last dance with the Bromwich boys and Felice Cafusi. It doesn't mean Melbourne aren't going to be very good next year. But this era is about to come to an end. But we do have to put... We do have to put a stop to it. They're going to be very tired at the end of the year. They were tired last year, the Panthers. They fell in. Absolutely fell in. More motivation for Melbourne. They left it on the table last year. Dan, are you with me at the four no. bucks or thereabouts? No. You don't no. think the I'm Melbourne's not convinced win Melbourne to make the grand final. Wow. Just on that, how often do you think one plays two in the grand final? Oh, very rarely. Very how, rarely. How often one ends up playing three yes. in the prelim, which is actually unfair. Well, it's unfair on one because one does nothing wrong and then they end up getting stuck with a better team in three yeah. and two ends up getting four. Well, if it works out that way. But By the way, last ten years, if you're not top three, you're not winning it. Okay, top, top three. three. Yes. Yeah, because top four, then you get stuck with team one. Yep. You usually lose and then you're, you're coming down the hard road. Uh, we go to Saturday afternoon, Cronulla versus Gold Coast. Uh, this is a Coffs where Cronulla absolutely smashed... Have I got this right? They've smashed someone there last year. No, it wasn't. Yeah, that year. was Metcalf went berserk up there. Oh, that was Redcliffe. That was, yeah. yeah. That was a, uh, when Mulatalo. That might have been Rocky. It was an afternoon game. Yeah. Which bears no resemblance <laughs> to this game. And I looked at the weather, because I was going to go nuts on this game with same-game multis and so forth. But 70% chance of rain in coughs on Saturday. So yeah. just take that into account. Thirteen and a half, dollar twenty, four dollars fifty. The head to head, dollar twenty, four dollars fifty. Thirteen and a half. Um, Cronulla beat the Titans twenty-five to eighteen in round eleven, and I think Rain may have had a part of that game. Nine out of their last ten, the Titans have lost overall. No Fafita, no Campbell, even Aaron Clark is in doubt. They have no dummy half. I don't know why Aaron Clark keeps getting the number nine jersey. Who are they getting? They've picked up someone. Aaron Booth from, from Melbourne. Melbourne. They've never given him a go. No. So maybe they're just convinced he's not the answer. Um, By the way, Dan, the Titans finished last year one from five, and their sole win was the Warriors. They only won ten games last year of the 25. Yeah. The, yeah. It was, it was, and that was a false economy. False economy. Uh, and their wins this year... 8-6 against the Tigers in the worst game in the history of Rugby League. Yep. They beat the Warriors. That has proved to be not much of a win. And there was one more, uh, dare I say, cheap win in there as well. So yep. that's why I think at $6.50, they've at least value for the spoon. Um, I like Cronulla here. I, because Cronulla, I thought, were under par against the Warriors, did more than enough. Congratulations on your big collects there. <laughs> But I think there was enough there for Craig Fitzgibbon to go, come on, boys, come on. This is not, we're, we're treading water here. Let's actually, mm. let's actually start to the play The way Graham here. thinks it's interesting, isn't it? The dynamics changed a little bit. But he could play a big part at the end of the year, so it's a real roll of the dice. The problem I have with them still, Dan, you're not going to feature in the finals deep if you're going up by fours and not sixes. It's a massive problem. Oh, now, this is something I picked here. Cronulla notoriously slow starters this year, and Gold Coast, they don't score many tries, but they often score first nine times this year. So, I like this bet, just to have a look at. Titans to score first, Sharks to win the game, $3.90. Look, Rick Flair. Yeah, look, look, 
They ask us to look for weird markets. I think that's a particularly yep. weird market. You never know. Um, we move on to... Actually, I need a tip here, Dan. Yes. So what... 13 and a half. I'm all over Cronulla here because I think with Dalfa Nukin perhaps coming back, I yeah. think that's going to stiffen them up and I think they might put some points on because I can't see Gold Coast scoring more than 12. So can Cronulla score 26 against that yeah. team? I think pretty comfortably. They can. It's a time of the year too, Dan, where have teams given up? And you're taking on teams who must win. Ooh, at, that's early to be talking that. that. That's what happens. We're seeing it already. I don't think that until teams give up. 18 round. No, they give up in the game. Like oh, just, their hearts it. are broken early and it just gets a runaway train. I'll, I'll come with the Sharks. Right. Saturday, 5.30, the last Warriors-Redcliffe home game. Uh, and they're playing Penrith. I bet the Warriors club is dirty that the first game in New Zealand is a test match. That's going to be unbelievable, by the way. Warriors-Tonga, Saturday afternoon. But then it sort of takes uh, away... Uh, the New Zealand-Tonga? What did I say? Warriors-Tonga. Warriors yeah. New Zealand-Kiwis versus Tonga. It's going to be a phenomenal awesome. game. But it does take the juice away from the Warriors' return home the next week. Um, but, hey, that's not New Zealand-Kiwis' problem. That's going to be awesome. That, that's almost going to be the highlight of the weekend. Might be the highlight of the weekend. $10, $1.05. If you bet the Warriors here, your account should be shut down immediately. <laughs> the line is 24 and a half. Mm. Now, Ronald Volkman is going to make his debut. He was part of the Rooster system for a while. We're into experimental time for oh, the Warriors massively. here. They've lost their last six. They've got little grunt up front. No Fenua Blake. No Murdoch Masilla. Matt Lodge gone. You and Aiken gone as well on the edge. Did you say no Fenua Blake still? He's not named. Oh, wow. He's not named. Ima be... Imagine going to... Because you're supposed to be back. Imagine going to Adam saying, Hey, mate, uh, are you back this week? Who are we playing, coach? Yeah. Panthers, no thanks. Back <laughs> next week. <laughs> so, I'll just give you this stat on Panthers. Yeah, oh, Fanua Blake in jersey 23. Okay. So, just, just watch. Maybe he is back. 13 and 1. Only four of them by 25 plus. Oh, right. So, we tend to think they flog everyone. Only four wins by 25-plus, which is the line. That is not going to sway me. I've got Penrith here by an absolute cricket score. Yeah, uh, so do I. I. I just... Again... Uh, uh, Yo, back for Penrith. The substitute teacher in the chair. Although Stacey Jones holds that real presence over there in New Zealand. I, I, Does he? Worst defence in the comp on the right is the Warriors. Best attack in the comp on the left is the Panthers. Oh, that's a fill-up. I know Stacey does... He's a legend in New Zealand, but does he hold sway with this particular well, he, group? Well, the way they started against the Sharks showed that they were there oh, to play. Yeah, but as soon as the Sharks scored the first try, that's right. That was it. They just fell in a hoop. Penrith cover. Uh, Parramatta Roosters, the Saturday night game, probably the match of the round, actually. Um, a very uh, tight betting market. I'm surprised by this, Joel. Dollar eighty, two dollars. Yeah. Yes, Parramatta were awful against Canterbury. We understand that. Which makes me think they're not going to be anywhere near that bad. The line is a very skinny point and a half. You know, it's only Parramatta's fifth game at Combank this year. Right. They took a game to Darwin and they just haven't had many home games. So, three and one at home. Slow starters. Their four wins and no losses coming off a loss this year. Right. Sam Verrills is back for the Roosters. I'm not sure that's as bad. It's, it's an improvement, but I'm not sure it's as big an improvement as people think in terms of impact on the game. And they did beat Parramatta 31-24 Magic Round. I guess that's got an impact on the market. They do match up well with the Eels. 
Yeah, I've actually got this mark plus eight for the Roosters. Kiri's not playing, is he? I know he's named. Can't play. He can't be playing. So with that in mind, yeah, they're back at Bankwest. It's significant. I can't believe how short it is. I, I'm very, very confident on Parramatta. Super confident. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, Roosters, as I said, they're seven and seven, and they haven't beaten much. No. The Parramatta was a great game and a great win in the afternoon. Um, but if I, if you go through the Roosters' results. Big win over Cowboys in Townsville, That's round four. One. That starts to loom large. Beat Brisbane at Suncorp when Brisbane not really had, hadn't really started their run. Beat the Warriors, beat Gold Coast. Bulldogs beat them. Um, I understand that. Parramatta, so that's two noteworthy wins. Oh, and a good win against Cronulla at Shark Park. So that's three noteworthy yep. wins, but... There's some poor losses in there as well. Rick Flair-wise, Dan, I'm going to go big here. Uh, a massive bounce back. Parramatta 13 that, Oh, OK. Right. Actually, I should mention the other game too. Last time I tipped you against the Knights, which also have a weak ride against Panthers, I said, go the same game multi. They'll all score. Tago, May and Kickow. Don't be afraid to do the same thing against the Warriors. Tago, May, Kickow, all three to score. Terrell May. Oh, he's playing for the Roosters. Yes, no, no, uh, the winger. Uh, yeah, Taylor May. Taylor May. Canberra versus. I thought, wow, that that's 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 going to send more people to New Zealand for a holiday. <laughs> Canberra versus Newcastle is our uh, Sunday 2 p.m. game. Big line here, dollar thirty-one, three dollars fifty. Up and a back for the Raiders. Four wins and two losses at Gio Stadium. Um, what are you thinking about Ponga? I think he plays. Yeah. He didn't look that bad. No. But, you know, what the hell do I know? But every time I have a guess, oh, he'll never, he won't come back today, and then he's back. So what the hell do I know? Newcastle, good record against Canberra. They've won their last three. Look, they're only scoring 12.8 a game, the Knights. I got a feeling that line is a bit too big. I can't trust Canberra with an 11-point start against anyone. Mm. So I'm going to take Newcastle here, Joel, with really no reason to. Um, my theory all year has been scratch out hidings against Penrith. They don't count. So, with that in mind, Ponga, I think, will play. I think Newcastle can at least keep this close. Yeah, this is one of my better bets of the week. I'm going the Raiders. Big? Yeah, I, I had it marked 15. Uh, 17 with Ponga sort of 50-50. But if you think he's playing, I'll put it back to 15. What have you got the line at? Ten and a half? Ten and a half. Yeah. Now, I'm, I'm, Raiders are going to have a breakout day here. I, I, well, they need, well, they don't need to, but there we go. There's I think the, it suits their footy too, like a Sunday afternoon. I get that. Yeah. But their wins this year, 5, 2, 10, 20, 20. So two, two big wins and, and six against the Roosters. $2.15, uh, 13 plus, but... I'll be exploring the pick-your-own-line too, so don't be afraid to push it up yes. closer to 20. OK, we get to the uh, last match and a game which is somewhat attractive now. Combank again. Canterbury versus West's Tigers. Don't you dare tip the Tigers. $1.82 minus one and a half. I meant to go through all the old tips. I want to see if you've tipped the Tigers every week this year. No, I haven't, I, but close. Pretty... Yeah. Pretty close. Yeah. One and a half is the line. Canterbury, um, I, I, I like here. I think they've unlocked something. I think they're going to win a lot of games like this coming. 
<laughs> Sorry, Dan, hang on. How can you tip the tiger? No, what evidence? No, I don't. I, no, 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 don't let me influence no. your tip. Go on, no, go no, on, I tell me why I the can't. Tigers are going to cover no, this There time. was good energy last week from Canterbury. Good energy, that'll carry on. I'll, 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 I'll. <laughs> I've talked you out of that. Tigers did beat the dogs with Mick Potter, 36-22, Leichhardt in round 11. Adam Dewey comes in. I'm fascinated with how Brett Kamali does this. You know, Brett Kamali really has carte blanche here. If he wants to punt Luke Brooks and put him at hooker or put him on the bench, he can do it. Why wouldn't you? Because he's got half a season. I'd be putting Dewey straight into the starting side, frankly. Yep. And at worst, you got his kicking game. Yep. And uh, you I, so I, want to tip the Tigers. No, I, I don't, actually. I don't, because I'm just worried that... I'm just worried that it's play-up time now. I... I Oh, substitute teacher yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see much of the Manly Tigers game, so I can't really judge it. Yeah. But I noticed after the tackle, Naden, they fell apart. But it was 13 on 12, so I don't know how to judge that. Mm. Four weeks for that, though, was thin. Four weeks. I think he got off slightly lightly because he was so... Uh, sorry afterwards. Um, that's it. That's our tips for the week. Canterbury uh, for me, and you're, you're, you're taking Canterbury as well? Yep. Okay, I've talked you into that. I yeah. know it. Best bets uh, coming up right now. Joel Kane, you can go first here. Uh, yes, I'm going to take a massive bounce back here. The Eels 13 plus. No, well, well, the Raiders 13 plus. The Raiders actually. 13 plus. No, come on, sort your well, stuff I've got out two of here. here. Maybe I'm looking at the wrong thing. I'll take your pick. Uh, take them both in a multi. There you go. Both the Eels and the Raiders 13 plus. But for the benefit of the books, Raiders 13 plus. I don't like. Uh, okay, I don't like uh, taking the Bulldogs in a best bet situation. I just can't believe they're only giving... Oh, honestly, I cannot believe they're only giving up a point and a half. Yeah. Because Canterbury now have proven, look, when they're on, what they can do to Parramatta, and they beat the Roosters as well. They actually have... And they beat the Cowboys in round one. They're winning form. Uh, they've only won three, but they're actually three high-quality yeah. wins. Well, certainly high-quality teams. Who have the Tigers beaten? Well, the Avarillo move to fullback looks good, doesn't it? He's a they know he's a footballer. Yep. To use in a rugby league, oh, he's a footballer. They're trying to find where he is. He's not a harsh player. Trent Barrett it cost, partially cost him his job by obsessing with Avarillo and the halves. They could always put. Was it never going to work out? Was it? That was never ever going to work out. I no, think. but it was a one-year experiment. Same with Paul Vaughan. It's a one-year experiment. It doesn't cost you that much. You knew they weren't. They knew they weren't going to win the comp this year. Loaded question. Who's the rookie of the year at this point? Uh, uh, well, is Nanai in the mix? I don't think he is. I think he might have played too many games last what, year. What is? The, do you know what it is? I Three or four? Six or seven? Is Swali in the mix, or has he played too many? We'll, we'll check that out for next week. But this kid. How many did Swali play coming into this year? You like Karaz, him, I yeah? love Kariz. I, I love him. He played that first game. Uh, remember Canterbury yeah. were COVID-stricken, so he and Sakurikas played. And you knew straight away, Karaz. Every touch. He and looks... I, went, I was going a bit over the top. I don't give opinions in a Fox call, right, because I'm there to call the yeah. game. But, you know, this kid, oh, cool. oh. you know, he's arrived. And I said to whoever was calling, I said, have I gone too hard on this kid? He goes, no, he's, a f <laughs> he's good. So... Can you not cough on me? So Ali played five last year. Sake. Five last yeah, year, so he won't so. be eligible. But So I don't know. I can't he's legit, Karaz. Without notice. I know who's coach of the year. Your bloke Todd Payton is a shoo-in for coach of the year. Well, he's going to get close. All right. That's it. Joel <laughs> coughs up a lung. Ah, uh, sorry. That's it. Uh, can you please get the vital words out? Yep. Oh, I'll do it. Put a betting limit 
on your account. It only deposit takes five, a deposit limit on your account. Yeah. And please gamble responsibly. Thank you, Dan.